What's up, guys? Back again with the RMR podcast. I am Mitch Pfeiffer. And J-Ping here checking in, man. Respect my region. How's everybody doing tonight, man? We're back with another episode of the RMR podcast. Um, you know, talking music, cannabis, uh, marketing, and game. Um, so today we got a couple different topics, man. We're gonna we're gonna get it started with a little section called "What You Smoking On." So, J-Ping, what are you uh, what you smoking on today, man? I'm honestly rolling up some ice cream cake here from Stizzy. Some Stizzy ice cream cake, okay. Yeah, trying to, uh, you know, recently visited their downtown, their downtown LA location, and uh, when I was there visiting buddies, brand and whatnot, and bud tender said, "Yo, got a fresh batch in. You got to check it out. Got this at home. Classic sell, easy. Bam, bam. Gonna put it to the test tonight. You're gonna see what's going on." Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on my last little Ted Nugent of this, uh, Virginia pop from uh, mm-hmm. Redbird, formerly known as uh, Virginia co. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we talked about this last week on the, they were, this, this was one of the strains that was on our top Washington strains for the West coast weed tour. Um, it's a nice little mix of uh dosi dough and triangle Kush, man. So okay, nice, nice flavor there. There we go. Nice and earthy, huh? Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, with that, you know, we're, we've been this this campaign that we're on, if people aren't familiar, the West Coast Weed Tour, this is our third year driving up and down the entire West Coast from Seattle to LA and back, um, visiting dispensaries, cultivation facilities, uh, <coughs> edible kitchens, manufacturing facilities, concentrate labs, uh, and reviewing products. This year, we reviewed over 300 different uh, cannabis products from Washington, Oregon, and California. Um, and we are behind, like most things, uh, 2020 put us behind, but we are currently in the middle of dropping all of our recap content, including our uh, best of list. Um, and so last week we did our best in Washington. And um, this week we have a couple other lists that we're dropping. So I'm going to let Joey get into uh, one of our top 10 lists. Yes. So West Coast We Tour, super dope, reviewed so many damn products man big huge shout out to all the brands involved we're going to start off with the best flower and weed that we reviewed in oregon um for 2020 so again we we started reviewing product in august um august 22nd was the kickoff date we started reviewing you know some runs uh, we started reviewing some of the Moonbow and some of those kinds of different, you know, super crazy archive seed banks uh, stuff that was out there. We did the cookies groups and, you know, so many different kinds of strains, right? So in terms of the top 10, I'm going to start off at number 10. So we have we have the Smacks by Doghouse Cannabis. Uh, that would be Scooby Snacks and Mac. That's super dope. Purple Skittles by Rosebud Growers. That one is a Purple Punch and Skittles Cross. We have the Larry Mints from Left Coast Farms. Larry Mints uh, is one of like the more earthy, piney, super like mints genetics crosses that was on the list. Uh, Wookie Girl 91 by Cloud Cover Cannabis. Uh, is next. Then we've got Peanut Brittle by Three Flavors Farms. Um, that one sounds pretty good. Platinum Girl Scout Cookies and Peanut Butter Breath. So that one looks super dope. 
Then we had the Sour Tangy by Cloud Cover, which uh, is my understanding that that is a former High Times winner, I believe. Um, I'm not sure if it was their Sour Tangy or their Straw Nana. One of the one of those ones was a was a High Times Sativa winner. I am not a big Sativa guy, um, so you know I, I I don't have the I guess the much like the hugest uh, imp- impression on that. But I did like the Sour Tangy from Cloud Cover, um, mm-hmm. and I. And that is one of the few sativa strains that I definitely enjoy. Um, the terps on that are, are, are crazy and just unmistakable. A great flavor. We also have the Triangle Kush by Resin Ranchers. Resin Ranchers, one of the more popular, hyped up cannabis brands out of Oregon. So that's super dope. Um, let's see. Let's see. What else did we have? We had the Cheetah Piss by Archive Genetics and the Heights Company. So that's super uh, fire to see cheetah piss on the list. Um, I've smoked cheetah piss myself a few times here in California. Love the sweet and sour nature of it and the the high. I particularly get stuck. Kind of feel like I'm fucked up when I'm on it. It's pretty wild. Um, up next, we've got the Moonbow number 112 from Archive Seed Bank. Um, Moonbow one that you and I reviewed. Um, I thought it was pretty good, to be honest. Was it the best of the best out of the bunch? No, but it was very, very close because the best weed that we reviewed this year in Oregon was the Runts from Reup Farms. So huge shout out to Reup uh, Reup Farms. Uh, the quick descriptions that we have here: the buds were rather small, but what they lacked in size, they made up for in the amount of trichome coverage and deep green hues with purple peeking through. The batch of runs smelled great when I opened the jar and an overwhelmingly sweet fruity smell hit my nose properly earning its name. So huge shout out to Runts. Uh, the strain of the year for Leafly and the number one rated review from Oregon and Reup Farms. So super dope. And it was a great, you know, and I definitely, I tried that. It was a great strain. Runts was, you know, Leafly gave it the strain, strain of the year last year. Um, you know, it's, it is a fire strain. It's been something I definitely like, you know, it's got the gelato base, which I've never held back my tongue of my, of my undying love for, uh, gelato. You love gelatos. I re- I really do. Um, but the man, the runs from reup was, was, was outstanding. It was, it was one of the best runs we had on the entire coast. Um, and it was a clear standout, you know, as soon as I think Dylan actually bought that, as soon as Dylan bought it, I was like, uh you know he bought it for himself i was like i'm gonna need some of that for the re- <laughs> for the review yeah and I think this would be, be be pretty high up there and, and you know sure enough it's it, it took the top spot for oregon runs usually tastes really good unless it's old so you yeah. know it, 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 at least in that case like all this bud that we got was either the fre- something super fresh recently dropped or like you know we went in asking for the best of the best in all these places so Right. Um, <clears throat> huge shout out to uh, the state of Oregon for dropping some really solid heat there. Let's see, what do we have next? The best vape cartridges on the West Coast. So, you know, there was a lot of, we'll call it turmoil the last, you know, few years in terms of vape game and, you know, this, this crazy cough and people getting sick and all that kind of stuff. Um, but most of that went to kind of, you know, Kind of is for the birds at this point, at least in terms of um, 
it kind of just disappeared. The conversation kind of just stopped. It's kind of switched over to COVID full force. And so huge shout out to these companies for delivering product and, and not only lasting through Vapegate, but you know, most of these are, most of these businesses are uh, actually, I'm sorry, all of these businesses are now essential in the three, right. you know, here on the West coast and it ranges from packs pods to cartridges. So, um, I'm going to start again at the bottom, number 10, for the best vape cartridges that we reviewed on the West Coast. So uh, cannabis uh, vape carts, full spectrum amnesia haze, one gram vape cart from Curvana from California. Starts it off at number 10, a 92 overall. Super Terpy, the Curvana carts, man, really great brand. I'm a big fan. Uh, coming in at number nine, the Connected Cannabis Forbidden Gushers. Uh, this is the, the disposable coming in. I believe, yep, it is a live resin disposable. Forbidden Gushers is going to be orangey and kind of sweet and piney. So um, sounds like it was a delicious experience. Kosher Kush uh, from Blue River Terps. That's one of the ones that I reviewed. Um, heavy, piney, earthy. Um, I felt like it could have been better, but at the end of the day, it was a very high quality product. It just wasn't the best of the best. Um, up next, we had Alpine Vapor, their golden strawberry lemonade. Uh, I thought that the golden strawberry lemonade is one of those live resins that it, it's a small batch one. And so it tasted, it tasted really good, honestly, at the end of the day. Um, let's see what else did we have. The Carvana Mimosa coming in next. Kirvana coming in hot this year. Really, really, really high quality. Uh, we have a new entry this year, the Roach Orange Creamsicle. Um, that is a live resin disposable. It is super delicious, potent. Uh, Jazzy and I loved it. So got a big shout out to Roach's team. Man, they're killing it. Up next, full spec. The Trainwreck Live Resin Packs Pod. Mitch, talk to the people. Let them know about your experience at, you know, LeafWorks, and, and let them know a little bit about the Full Spec brand. Yeah, so Full Spec is a uh, is a uh, subsidiary brand of, of the LeafWorks family. Uh, LeafWorks has, I can't remember. I think there's three to five operational outdoor tier threes kind of in, in the same location up on the hill in Wenatchee super dope spot um a lot of weed a lot of very big plants um all grown single source to go straight soil to oil they don't do any uh wholesale for their their products you know nothing wrong against that business model but it's very unique to have that that uh single source where you're able to grow everything that you then extract and put into your soil to oil yeah, I mean, you just have a much more uh, control of your supply chain and and quality. You know, you're able to quality uh, quality control it throughout the entire process and know exactly what you're getting. Um, was it? Yeah, it's a great farm, uh, great products. You know, and they they only do they only do concentrates and vape products. You know what I mean? And I think when companies focus on that as opposed to doing so much, it gives them a a leg up to really execute where they're at. And not saying there are plenty of farms out there that do everything and do it well, but um, you know, the full spec brand is a, is a more terpy live resin, uh, live resiny product that is coming from the LeafWorks family. Um, they have, you know, dabs, concentrates, uh, vape carts, 
um, and then the pack spots. And, and I thought, you know, I thought it was pretty unique to see so many disposables and, and, and pack spots on this list this year. People really, really recommended a variety of items at these stores. You've got different kinds of vapors, different kinds of dabbers, people looking for different kinds of oils now. They're starting to get really particular. And I think that was what was exciting is people's flavor profiles and the way they consume, uh, it ultimately really expanded. And I think that was pretty exciting to see. So full spec, train wreck live resin pack spot, 94 overall. Up next, the Alpine Vapor Skittles Punch, one gram vape cartridge. Um, wonderful, great flavor, very smooth, very much like a purple punch cross with the Skittles. Uh, up next, we had Buddy's brand, Three Bears OG, cannabis-derived terpenes, distillate vape cards. 95 was the overall rating from Justin. Well, Justin was one of our first-time reviewers this year, someone that uh, I very much trust in terms of you know, what he understands as, you know, to be the best of the best here in California. He, this guy literally, it's rosin all day with him. So he knows good flavor. He knows terps. Uh, up next, we had the Carvana Earth OG. Dude, if you could have seen, um, if you could have tried these Carvana cards, you would know just how terpy they are. Um, it doesn't, they didn't taste like distillate. It was closer to a live resin extraction, which was super cool. Which is a um, part of their process, right? They do kind of a unique proprietary extraction that's kind of a dissolute, but it's more of a live resin and, and more of the natural, you know, higher terps. Yeah. Or THC. Yep. And then uh, the Carvana, the Dutch tree. And then we have the Stizzy Blue Dream disposable. And then the winner from this year's best vape products is out of Oregon. It is the Willamette Valley Alchemy Times Rogue Farmers Tropicana Punch Packs Pod. I gave it a perfect score with Jazzy. We both gave it a perfect score. The first um, perfect score we've ever had. Yes. And and if you look, you know, the article's already up on the website. And so for those following along, respectmyregion.com backslash best dash vape dash cartridge California. Um, it'll come up. We gave this a perfect score for a couple of reasons. Number one, the packaging for it is consistent with most of the pack pods that are out there. It's the newer edition. It's childproof. It's recyclable, uh, wind energy, sustainable, all the things going for it that make it like a really, really premium product as to why packs picked it. Now, in terms of, in terms of the actual um, oil, the vape experience, the flavor on this Tropicana Punch I might as well have been breathing in a dab through the pack spot. It was incredible. So um, I felt that it was, you know, arguably one of the best tasting items on the list as liquid live resin. It was super terpy. The high was delicious. The packaging, it had the terpene information. Um, you know, the flavor was so good that I didn't even necessarily care about what the genetics were as to Tropicana Punch. And so that was the one thing that I could have wanted different, but otherwise basically a you know perfect in every single way and the flavor again just wow yeah yeah most certainly um so that's it man those are two you know two of our best of list you know we have more categories coming um they'll be dropping on the site over the course of the week and then of course next sunday uh, we are going to have a special guest today i'm about to patch him in right now lick cam funny coming in hot what's up what's up 
What's going on? Yo, what's up, my man? Maybe. All right, oh. Cam, can you can you give the people a little bit of brief introduction to yourself and and, uh, and where you're currently residing, my guy? Yes, so my name Lick Cam Funny. You know, my I used to be the real Cam. That was my old Instagram, but I got hacked twice. Uh, um, like I what I do is like I try to influence people. You know, like try to get, make people laugh. Basically, be a comedian. You know. And stuff, yeah, and just I just don't want to make people happy in the world and stuff. Yeah, a young content creator. I mean, gone viral uh, numerous times. I mean, o- over half a million followers across you know various social media outlets. Um, clearly, been able to build up a following and clearly have cracked the code uh, in terms of the internet and social media and, and, and just increasing reach at a huge, huge level um you're you're a young individual when when did you get started like how long ago did you get started uh i was nine years old when i first started when my first video blowed up i was nine years old <laughs> and it was like we i didn't really think it wouldn't go do nothing because you know my cousins and like they was like they was like oh we just gonna post it because they didn't go do nothing but like it like blew up and then, that was like was that your first video that you put out that blew up or that you're just recalling your first video that actually blew up yeah my first video that when when I, when I first did it it was the fuck valentine's day video that when it blew up just straight up because you know it was like people was the mood and people were single at the time they was like oh yeah fuck valentine's day i ain't got nobody so fuck it <laughs> He's about man, a man ahead of your time. Is <laughs> you obviously, I mean, you've built quite a bit, a bit of a following. And have have you put like a ton of strategy into what you've done, done, or have you really just been yourself on camera and just kind of put that out there, and then people have just gravitated to it? Yeah, I just try. I always just try to be myself. So, so what's That's that? Dope. You're, uh, you're, you're, are you the are you the funniest one in your family, or is there someone funnier than you? Oh, it's me. It's out of me and my cousin. Like we used to have like like competitions who was funny and stuff. Never they they never like knew who was always the funniest. <laughs> that spot though. I mean, who's got you got more followers though, right? Yeah, yeah, I got more followers though. <laughs> That's the real flex. So well, shoot, man, we 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 run the music and cannabis website, and so today we wanted to ask you at least a couple questions. Now, it's our understanding that you're going to be getting, you know, getting more and more into music, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about kind of your passion and inspiration behind that. Uh, so like, like at first, like I wasn't taking it serious, but now, like I'm starting to take all of it serious because you know, like things take off and stuff. Like it's going good, so I get serious about it and. My fans, they like it. So, yeah, like, if I like it and they like it, that's what you know. Yeah, you got to follow and you might as well see if, you know, test it on them, see what they like, see what they don't. Ask them, you know? Yeah, I be testing on them, yeah. And they, they like, they, they straight up with me. They tell me if they don't like it, then they don't. I mean, yeah. they, yeah. That's real, that's real. Are you going to do, are you going to do your own merch and things like that as well? Yeah, I got the merch for my um self. And the fuck bill merch. They've been asking for the fuck bill merch for forever, so I'm getting on there right away. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, you gotta be able, you know, in, in the in the lane of being an influencer, right, and have an audience diversifying the type of content you put out, which I know you've already done through different types mm-hmm. of skits and sketches, unique stuff, pranks and all that, but then also being able to diversify those revenue streams, right? You got an audience, 
just tapped in with you and and clearly like things about you. So being able to present different different products and lanes, whether it's music to listen to and stream or merch like that, you know, I think it's definitely definitely key, man. So what you know, you're 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 signed to a management group, correct? Mm-hmm. And kind of how how is your your approach to the you know the business side of thinking changed since you since you've been that? Uh, like like when I first when they first like when they reached out and stuff. And like, like other people was trying to sign me, but like, they never like, they, you know, like they never came to me. Like they straight up came to me. They was telling me stuff. They be putting it all on the table, like what they want to do for me and what they going to do for me. And it's taking off right now. Everything going so good right now. Like, like it's just really a blessing. That's dope. That's dope. Big shout out to Six Figure Management. What is what is the biggest? I know I know you said the you said fuck Valentine's Day was the first one that went that went viral. What's what's been your biggest viral video thus far? Uh, it have to be the unemployment one and yeah, the unemployment one because you know everybody was you know everybody was doing unemployment and they was just like they was just like oh yeah he, yeah he got some you know he got some knowledge. No. <laughs> Yeah, that was one of my. I I was just looking through it again earlier. I, I had I had discovered you a couple of weeks ago when when Six Figure had ultimately like first met us and and connected and was like, yo, I, I got a you know I got this funny influencer, this, this comedian, he's about to become an artist. You know, he was like showing us the shit, and I was like, yo, this this guy's about to blow up. Ten years of this, and he's we're about to see him on Netflix soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. About to see him. That's in all movies. I be talking about. Like I I want to work for Netflix so bad. Like. I'll like I'm saying like and but if I had a show on Netflix, I would want it to be different because everybody now like they stuff the same. Like I would really want my stuff to be different and unique, you know. I would want people like to think like what happened in the next episode, what happened in, what happened in, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't want to do no reality TV dating show, huh? That's what you're saying. Oh fuck. That's that's bullshit. Don't nobody, anybody want to watch that. <laughs> We're tired of that. We're tired of that for sure. For sure. So, uh, so tell us a little bit. Of, I, I'd like to, this is, you know, still kind of circle back around to the music. Tell us a little bit about the kind of music you're about to make. And is there a style to describe it can, that you could use to describe it? Or is there like an artist that you kind of are inspired by to? Uh, like an uh, artist I'm inspired by, it has to be Kevin Gates. Yeah, Kevin Gates. Like, I like his music. I like Young Boy, you know, like, I like all of their music, you know, because that's what I grew up on and I. I like some old um, people music like uh, King Von, Lil Durk, Lil Baby, all of them like stuff like yep. that. Yep, 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 yep. For sure. Have you, been, have you been making music um, for a while or is it kind of just something that you did? I know you said you're just now starting to take it serious. It was something that you did that you were passionate about or you just did it just to do it? So me and my cousin, we act like we've been did this. This was like when I first, this was like when I was getting in the middle of starting my um, doing on my first video, the Valentine's Day video. And we like, we all of us like, my cousin, he could rap. And he was like, ooh, make a, let's, let's do a little rap song right quick. And I made it and I liked it. And he's like, we should record it. So we recorded it. We put it on Instagram and they was like, oh yeah, yeah, I like this. And like the beat went, it went so good with everything. It was like, yeah, I liked it. Like and people was actually playing it. I thought nobody would go fuck with it. And you put That's that dope. out after you already had a following, right? Yeah, like you said, they're gonna let you know if it was on some whack shit, you would have had hella haters in the comments. Yeah, they would have told me. 
<laughs> the internet don't lie. That's for damn sure. Now, do you what, what on on your social medias? You know, we saw you have Facebook. You're on Instagram. You got YouTube. Is there is there a place that you first started out on? Instagram. Instagram. And then yeah, when did you? Instagram. Yeah. When when did you start putting other other stuff on other places? Uh, then it was then on Facebook because somebody would post it. My video, it was either, yeah, no, it was on YouTube then. Then it was on YouTube, and they was like, oh, yeah, and they just started posting. They was like, oh, he need to make a channel. We would love it. We would love to see what he do on the day because, like, they already know my, like, my fans already know nothing I do is fake. Like, I love to keep it real with people. That's just the type of person I am. Yeah. Do you have, do you have any, like, series that you're working on now or anything that you're, like, you know, that you, you can kind of, like, share with the fans that you've been working on? Uh, I've been working on like a short little documentary on on my YouTube channel. So, cause people always want they like they always want to see like how I came up and what I've been doing and stuff. But y'all, y'all just gotta watch that and y'all gonna see everything. For sure, I like that. That'll be done. We're definitely about to tap in. Could you describe kind of the day in the life of of what you do? You know, are you still are you still in school? You just kind of content creating and cooling, or, or, or yeah, I'm I'm still up in school. Like I always said, I always say if school like if this stuff didn't work out because before this I always wanted to be a scientist, like because I'm good with all type. I'm good with like chemicals, um, like computers and all of that stuff. Like I always said, I always got a plan B, and that's gonna be school. Got to for sure. We both, Mitch and I both graduated from college, so we highly recommend going through the whole process just so that way you can get that foundation to, to do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Don't, nobody can take that away from you at the end of the day, your education. Yeah, how I work, it really do pay off. Hell yeah. Good, it's a good network. You know, Joey and I actually met in college. So, I mean, you know, some of the people that you meet in college are the people you end up starting businesses with and, work, and working with, you know? <laughs> So that well, that's good. So what? How 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 much are you creating? Are you creating content every single day? No, I don't create it every single day. Like, oh, I like I ain't posted a video on like, like seeing, uh, New Year's or something like that, and they been blown. Like they DM me, they was like, you need to make videos right now. You need to do stuff. You need to do this and that. And I'm like, y'all, I got stuff to do. They was like, we don't care. We just want videos. They said they don't care what it is. They just want to see me. Yeah. yeah I mean, that that's the thing, dude, is you built you you built a community of people and they they literally just they would love to just see your shit all the damn time. I know I was looking through your Instagram earlier and I kind of felt the same way. I was like, damn, the more the more videos I watched, the more I was laughing. And so if there was something there every day. I know Instagram would show that shit to us. You know what I mean? And there's this quote from one of my favorite entrepreneurs and I'll leave it nameless, but you know, you want to have impact on as many people as you can. And you're, you know, you're a funny fucking person. <laughs> so you might as well try to just make everybody laugh as best as you can, as often as you can, you know, especially at this early stage. Yeah. And all of this stuff that's going on, we, gotta have something to laugh about oh man and yeah absolutely absolutely i literally i literally watched every single one of your videos right before uh, you know in the, in the last you know couple hours and then also a little bit yesterday and every single one was i thought was pretty funny all the posts not every post is supposed to be funny but you know what i mean yeah. there's there what was supposed to be literally every single one was just like damn bro what like 
like you said, Netflix eventually, right? It's just about meeting the right person at the end of the day. So then, do you have any like interest in doing like stand-up comedy and doing stuff in that format or oh people always ask me this and I'm like I really don't know, like I don't know yet, but I like I would love to do it like with other comedians and like people that they've been doing it so they could they could heal me and they could influence me and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's, um what are some, what are some tips or some advice from for some uh you know some young hustlers out there that are putting content on the internet? What what's some kind of your advice of a creating the content and b like being successful with putting that content out there? Uh, I, the one like one of the best things is like because I stopped like at a point of time because it was all it was too much hating stuff. I had stopped and I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna let these fucking haters bring me down and shit. So I was like, I might as well keep on doing it. Like, don't never listen to what, what the haters got to say. Read the positive comments. That's what I always try to look at is the positive comments. Because them the ones, they really, they going to rock with you either way. Appreciate that, Feebank. That's super That's super solid for the fans, for sure. And try to always, like, like if you see somebody around you trying to do what you do, everybody's not trying to help. Um, everybody's not trying to help you. Some people just want to come up. So, so like, I, I, I try to help people, you know. I mean that's a that's a good yeah that's a good tip right there because I think a lot of people while they're on the come up right just the crabs in a barrel type mentality of of people think that there's not enough to go around and and that jealousy and, and letting into that hate or that dark side right that's just gonna knock you off you know what I mean yeah yeah jealousy that's a strong mindset to have though yeah so uh what what is what do you think like what do you think has been most successful in you getting, you know, acquiring new fans and getting reach and getting shares? You feel like it's just putting out content that people engage with, or have you done anything like, or did you do anything strategic in terms of like, I'm going to make a video every single day, or I'm going to go really hard on hashtags, or it was really like just putting the content out there and people really just gravitated towards it. Yeah, it was like putting the content out there and they was like, they was just, they was sharing and stuff. They was putting the hashtag and stuff. It was like, I have to do the work. They was like, we was going, they was basically to me, they was saying that we going to make sure he be a star. We we got to do it. They was coming together and doing it. Hmm. Like you had, you had a support group of some sort? Yeah, like the fan pages, uh, uh, it was a lot of people. Some people. It was some people from Atlanta, Houston. Like they liked me a lot of that. So I'm definitely going to go out there. You got plans for a tour eventually? Yeah, I was just talking about that. Like, I was like, I want to do a world tour and stuff, you know. But I'm, I don't know. Hey man, hey man. Just so I tell you what, bro. I mean, obviously with 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 your management group and all that, you know you you come up with a good idea and you want and you're passionate enough about it i think you're surrounded with some people that can make it happen you know and i think that's what's super cool is like i was saying man you're 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 got funny content you're building a brand you're a young entrepreneur you're going to do some really great things and so and it sounds you know from what we've gathered at least here on the you know chat this brief chat with you like you got a strong mindset bro so stay on the grind man you're killing it you're really doing some solid things you're going to be able to you know have a strong impact on the world and um, we appreciate what you do Appreciate you have coming on to the show today, hanging out with us. Um, you know, our, our whole mission with this interview was to really gather and kind of extract some information to share with other people to inspire others. So appreciate you. Yeah, and I just want to say thank y'all for you know, having me on y'all's show. And, and I appreciate y'all looking at my videos and stuff and supporting. 
Of course, man. 100, 100. You got any, you got anything else for the people to to depart them with? Anything coming up or anything you want to plug? Uh, make sure y'all follow me on Instagram at underscore Lickham Funny underscore, and just make sure y'all stay tuned, watch, and y'all gonna see the documentary coming out. Everything coming out, y'all just gonna love it. Just stay back and watch. That's all y'all gotta do. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you, man. Lickham Funny checking in here at respectmyregion.com. Appreciate you, Cam. All right, man. There we go. The one and only. Man, he's going to be the young legend right there, man. Really, really dope. Shout out to Six Figure Management for setting that up here. Mitch, man, what a, what an interview. Man, a lot mean, of Yeah, thir 13 years old, doing it at, at that level. That is, that is big. That is admirable. You know, every kid that age wants to do that. You know what I mean? So, like, that's like you know, a 19 year old basketball player, right. That's in the NBA, right. When you're young, all these kids want to be influencers on social media and on YouTube. So, I mean, that's, that's the pinnacle of, of where the youth want to go. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, you know, me and you are a little bit older. We're a little bit more on the business. I'm super behind the scenes. So I'm into the technical aspects, but I also believe the best advice is, is in best game is the simplest shit. And, and I think, you know, what he said, two important takeaways for me were, you know, not letting the haters get, get to you and not focusing on the negative, look to the positive. I, I think that's super important in anything. Absolutely. And then two, you know, he was big about just being himself and putting his own content out there. And, and it, and it seemed like, you know, he didn't try to look to do, all the hashtags and try to what time of day do I post? And, you know, so many people stress over that shit. It's just about putting shit out there and, and yeah. the shit and, and letting that shit find people and getting better at what you do. And, you know, obviously he, he was able to sign to a management group who now is able to help deploy and do some of that business stuff. But I think so many of us that put content out get wrapped up in, uh, you know, what do all we the do? details, How do all we the do? details that slow us down. Right. Just just doing is the only thing that's going to get you there. The details don't at the end of the day are, aren't nearly as important as just doing it. Some some people are able to post once every four months and blow up. Some people can blow once a day. Some people can post once an hour. Companies post once a minute. Sometimes right. there are a million ways to do and to tell the right story. And for him, like, I think one thing that I took away was that, so, you know, he, he mentioned the support groups, which is huge. Um, you know, support groups and having the right kinds of engagement can definitely take and propel your content, amplify your message to reach a whole larger group of people. And then ultimately for him, like you said, specific cities and certain areas have, have supported him. Um, you know, we're on the West Coast. Those None of those cities were mentioned. Where he's from there in the South, that's what was mentioned. And so I find it, you know, as per usual, I find it always interesting to see the different kind of data points and which communities are supporting which types of content, comedy stuff, rap stuff, hip hop, uh, cannabis, whatever it is. So always super interesting to see where fans, you know, sh sh uh, show love from in large numbers. Right, right. And so, you know, kind of 100,000 fans. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think he's 480,000 on Instagram and over 100,000 on Facebook. So, I mean, absolutely insane. And across, I don't know, I didn't look at his YouTube subscribers. We're probably up to six, you know, across all that 600,000 followers on all platforms, uh, 13 years old. Um, and has and has a head on his shoulder, right? He and he's got a management group, so he's not just posting, just posting random shit, you know what I mean? And, and clearly, he has a purpose and an understanding, and, and how you know, how 
at 13 years old to understand like yo i post funny shit into the the normal person might just be like oh that's some 13 year old kid doing pranks and being funny but his outlook was the world's fucked up right now and you know we need some entertainment and i think that's that is a as a super super dope and, and mature outlook for for someone in his position hey man we're all trying to we're all trying to make moves and that is a human that has been able to make moves the last year and the last few years really build his brand build a name and so big shout out again to six figure management thank you for putting that together uh we're here on the uh, rmr podcast man episode two mitch what else we got coming on next um, yeah, so, you know, every every episode we're trying to do a little bit of something on music, a little bit of something on cannabis. Um, so for the music part, you know, I'm going to kind of tie it into to free game and, and kind of relate, build off the conversation we just had. And, um, you know, in the music marketing space nowadays, um, you know, repost pages in these accounts, you know, whether it's one of our social media channels, say Cheese, The Fizzler. Um, you know, there's a lot of these different pages out there that post music and, and they're super impactful for reaching new audiences uh, and, and distributing mm-hmm. your music. And, you know, in cannabis and traditional marketing, we, we call that influencer marketing. You know, in, in music, they don't necessarily do it, but it uh, or call it that. Um, but it, it's the same thing. And so, you know, a lot of people at, wonder if it's worth it, if it's not. And I think, you know, anybody can blow up from anything, you know, like someone might put one video on world star and it blows up. You might put one video on Instagram organically and it blows up. You might get reposted or, or pay a promotion package through one of these repost pages. And that shit blows up very, very rarely. Is it going to be the first thing you do or, yeah. you know, getting on the Thizzler once and then you just take over their audience or take over, you know, get hundreds of thousands of new fans. Very, very rarely it happens, but it's very rare. And so, um, when you look at how major labels roll out albums and singles at this time, you know, um, they go through ads on their own account. They pay to get on platforms. You know, they might work radio, they might get on playlists. Um, but getting on playlists isn't, isn't, you know, if you're Drake and it's a new song, you're getting put on playlists, but your average artist signed or not, isn't just getting on playlists just because they're signed to Atlantic. You know, these playlist curators aren't like, oh, you're an Atlantic artist. Of course, I'd love to share you, you know. And so there is, you know, money involved in these rollout strategies. And even when you see, you know, even the, the pinnacle, a Travis Scott comes out and repost pages have it on everything. You know, World Star, it's the banner ad. It's because they paid for a campaign where they said we are going to be everywhere for X amount of days. We want the banner positions. We want the repost. We want the story post. And they're paying all these different people. And, you know, when independent and smaller artists put artists come out, they might not, they obviously don't have the budget to compete with a Travis Scott or, or, you know, even really anyone at a major label. But even taking what budget you have and being strategic with it of getting on multiple repost channels. You know, if I had a $2,000, you know, promotional budget for for example, and I, and I was working a music video, I'm going to use some of that on ads on my account. I, I might distribute it through PR to get placed on a couple of different blogs, um, but I'm going to get reposted. I'm definitely going to use some of that money to get reposted. And I'll likely work with, you know, at least three different pages that touch three different audiences. And I would likely have saved the money or inquire on the best ones, to try and get a two pack deal. I'm going to work the single on a Monday and then I'm going to come back around and work it the next Monday or that Friday um because that audience a lot mm-hmm. of that audience might see your name or see your video the first time but they didn't press play they didn't water they watched it with the sound off 
And when they see it the second time, and maybe not even the second time, but the third time, that's when they're finally, they're, I'm going to turn the sound on. I'm going to check this out. Um, same thing in advertising. You know, you're scrolling through the internet, you see $5 off plus free shipping. Does that make you immediately run to that website and buy it, even if it's something you want? You know, probably not. But when you see it two, three, four times, you're like, okay, I know I want that. I keep seeing this ad. Now I'm going to act on it. And musicians need to think about the same thing with their music being that you don't just pay to get on one of these pages or these influencer accounts one time. You need to work it kind of methodically and strategically to be on there a couple times to, to reach multiple audiences through multiple platforms, but also stay on those platforms enough times to penetrate the audience on said platform. Mm -hmm. Ads, blogs, PR, copywriting, SEO, social media, reposts from other people, strategically set trends. It's, it never ends. And it takes time to convince people to work with you as well. So it's, you know, you got to have it planned out and kind of be flowing and executing as it's going. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think, you know, the biggest takeaway from like what I just rambled on is for artists to really understand, like working these channels more than once. Cause I see so many people pay for whatever page, you know, elevator, well, elevator's not as much anymore, but elevator world star. And then you ask them afterwards, how did that work out for you? And you know, they, Oh, it sucked or Oh, it was okay. Or Oh, it was great. And usually if you ask why they don't necessarily know, you know, Oh, for they, any of those scenarios. oh, they ripped me off if it was a bad experience. Well, now they gave you the same shit they gave everyone else, but some people blew up, some people didn't, you know? And then if you did great, well, why? Well, it's because it's that page. Well, there's 10 other people that didn't get good results from that page. And so um, people need to comprehend why, you know, if I have a really like street heavy sound um, and I really want to showcase just the streets, you know, I'm probably going to work like a world star and a say cheese and, and if I were to do it strategically, I would get on World Star numerous times over the po- the point of three three weeks. Even if it was working the same video or doing a video and then doing another video with a feature of an artist that performs well on World Star, you know. You gotta find you gotta find these outlets that actually have communities that are, you know, relatable to what your music is like, what your product is like, and what your brand is like, what you were like at the end of the day. Right. I think that's where what people are consuming is, is stuff that they can relate to and or that they can envision. Right. Uh, also, it's got to be dope. That's yeah. also that's also key. It's got to be quality sounding. Can't be poor recording, poorly recorded. Uh, we're talking quality, quality, quality. Uh, and these days as well, kind of kind of dancey, kind of a little bit of a vibe, you know. I mean, yeah, it depends on the, yeah, it depends on the style of music you have for sure and the style of audience, but yeah, the vibe, the vibes are real right now. You know, the, the R&B, you know, Drake started singing and rapping and then, you know, R&B cats started rapping and rappers started singing at a, at a higher level. And I think the music kind of merged to this just vibey feel, you know, that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, and, you know, as always too, through this conversation, you know, our, our inbox is always open for questions. You know, we might not be able to sit there and have an hour long conversation with you, but happy to point artists uh, in the right place. And, you know, whether it's leveraging our services, our network or not, you know, we're always, always helpful or always willing to help artists, you know, save money and be effective with what they're doing. Of course, of course. Yeah, artists, please feel free. Uh, send us your submissions. Info at respectmyregion.com for the email. Uh, attention, Mitch. 
for any submissions and we will be sure to get that reviewed. Uh, any artists that are looking to go ahead and actually, you know, just, you know, either want just, you know, press articles, if you want to be on other blogs, if you want to run ads and you have a budget and you're ready to go, there are things that you can just buy straight off our website, respectmyregion.com backslash marketing. Great place for you guys to do that. We work with artists every single day through that avenue. So uh, we can also do custom strategy stuff. Just shoot us an email. We'll talk whatever you guys need. Uh, appreciate you guys for hanging out. The RMR Podcast, episode two. Mitch, how you living? How are you doing? Are you okay? In the books. I'm, I'm all right. As long as my sound is okay, I got to figure that uh, out. We'll, we'll get there, man. We struggle. We survive. We get back. We adapt. Uh, appreciate you guys all for the love. Please also, of course, make sure to like, follow, subscribe. Uh, we've got reviews going on the YouTube, Taste Test. Uh, Mitch is going to do some reviews here as well. Uh, Mitch, where are you going to go? What are you going to review first? On um, the spot? Man, I don't even know what I'm going to review. I'm still working my way through the West Coast Week Tour. Sample. Oh, no. They're, we, we're, we're pivoting. We're going. We gotta uh, no, I mean, I'm not working on for the official. I'm just working on what's left over my personal stash. Go go pick up. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's make a plan right now. Let's see. While we're live on air, let's make a commitment live. So I hold you accountable here. What do we got? What do we got? Let's do uh, – go grab a beverage because I saw you drinking a beverage. Go grab a weed beverage and let's check out the Washington weed beverage. Um, let's get you one on there. Okay. Hey, taste test review episode one. You guys hold Mitch accountable. Talk some shit in the comments. We love y'all. Thank you guys. Love y'all. Peace.